0: Hi guys, welcome to the Divine Creators Podcast with Cody Singh. Well, hello everybody. Welcome, welcome. Cody here again. (laughs) So excited to connect. You know, it's always lovely connecting with you guys in this format, talking on the Facebook group, Divine Creators with Cody Singh. I'm just loving going on there every day, seeing your wonderful comments and discussions, and just the dialogue is so rich, and the questions being asked are equally as incredible. You know, for those of you who are asking questions and you may not have found the answer if I didn't answer you directly on the group, which there are there as well, so definitely search through. You'll see some really great questions asked and a lot of people, providing insights as well that are just so great. But if you ask something, you know, and you didn't see me reply, definitely remember to check out the podcasts because some of these questions, you know, are being disguised in different subjects that I'm talking about on the previous episodes. So I may have answered your question more indirectly as well as a couple of you, I've actually just specifically read your questions on here as well. So definitely be sure to check that out. But you know what's interesting is what I find is a lot of times, and this goes for really anyone in any setting, even like a workshop setting, things like that, um, what's interesting is, you know, people the person asking the question oftentimes you know they will get their answer but i find that the people you know around them the people who are also witnessing that question being asked the people that were also curious about that question being asked or who are also listening in or a match to listening in that moment often actually get more out of it than the person who asked the question it often pay attention to what i say and what is pinging you know and in any setting too you know if you are in alignment in a moment And it feels right pay attention to what you are witnessing or you're perceiving in that moment you know just try to invite that self-awareness there because that's going to invite more that's going to invite more consciousness there which is going to allow you to invite more of that well-being in a secure way in your life and be able to kind of anchor that a little bit more as well there will be keys to answers of, of Insights of of questions that you have been pondering for a very long time that are locked in those moments that are just waiting for you to Kind of awaken in that moment sober up in that moment, so to speak just so you can hear it. Can you? Imagine the multitude of messages that are being conveyed to you at all times And how many times have like you spontaneously kind of looked in one direction and then spotted something or a sign or a bird or someone saying something that like really lit a whole bunch of light bulbs inside of you and just kind of shifted you after that you know and if you didn't make that slight little turn and and notice that in that moment you would have missed that so what is the variable that makes us a match to that moment think about those words that i choose what makes you a match to that moment that means that you are manifesting moments too. It's not just things we're manifest, we're manifesting thoughts, we're manifesting impulses, we're manifesting moments, instances, nudges, whispers from the universe, we're manifesting noticing the whispers, noticing the intuition. Okay, because it's always there if you haven't noticed. It's not just we call upon it and then it's there. It's always there. It's just that our awareness of it is what allows us to tune into that current, allows us to tune into that ever-flowing stream that is constant and it never stops. Okay, the well-being, the energy that is the universe is always flowing. It is always flowing and it is always source consciousness. So it's about you know navigating the distractions of our physical lives and returning to that original current that we are. And in doing so, it pulls the the other quote-unquote distractions of our lives, the other details of our lives into alignment. You know, somebody was asking this question the other day about law of attraction and like, you know, I'm shifting so much and I'm noticing all of these different individuals in my life like they just don't get me anymore Like what do I do? Do I just leave them behind? Like that just feels like I'm being a bad person like What is this about like? Do, do people just fall out of our lives and the, the truth is yes sometimes but the other truth is is maybe they're not meant to fall out of your life and it's certainly not up to you to push them out of your life. It's not supposed to be a resistant effort. It will just happen or it doesn't, but what will happen also is you will probably become a match to the better parts of their personality. You will become a match to talking to them in their better moments because these people, you can probably understand them as a person who, is maybe, for lack of a better word, maybe annoying or disrespectful in moments, but sometimes they may be really enjoyable. So what will happen when you shift your vibration and alignment is you will only be a vibrational match to the better parts of that person's personality. You'll only be a match to you know, interacting with them in a way that will continue propelling the vibration that you've already committed to, which is your current, your alignment, your stream, your source energy, okay? so what i would love to begin talking about on this episode um or just continue talking about is about seeing auras uh you know because we this is a subject that we have talked about a little bit in the past we've mentioned this on the group we've talked about it in conversations in posts in blogs as well as well as on the podcast and other episodes but you know it's something that i want to reinforce i want to bring back around Because you know, there are new people coming on the group as well. And just a reminder, too, if you're just you know joining this conversation here, when we are doing the aura readings, be sure to uh, post your picture with a white background, okay? More zoomed out is even better because you can see the whole field. Uh, The primary color is about one to two feet. Sort of radiating from that person's skin, and then the secondary or adaptation colors surround that and sort of protrude even more out a couple other feet, a couple more feet. Um, the how large that is it does depend on the person, but having a white background just really makes all of our lives a lot easier. We have so many other individuals on the group who are so great at reading auras as well now, picking up on energies. And what you wanna understand too is even if a couple of us are perceiving some of the colors a little bit different, what you'll find is like someone will be like, oh, this is blue, or this is violet, or this is blue, or this is indigo. Remember about spectrums of colors. Remember, blues and purples and violets are spiritual or, or emotional colors, right? For example, and then the crystals as well. So what that means is all of those energies vibrate similarly so if you're perceiving a purple and they're actually blue just know you're on the right track and you are close it's not like you're completely wrong like you guess this person is like orange and they're actually like blue and the other key feature remember is feeling into them because someone who is blue feels vastly different from someone who is orange so lead with your feelings because i know you guys from a lot of you just from interacting with you on the group and I know that you are feeling based beings, okay? Clairsentience, empathic people. So whenever you're gauging someone's energy, especially in person, because reading through photos is more difficult than in person guys. So think about it like if you have if you guys work and you know you're seeing your coworkers at work or just going for a walk even. And you spot somebody whose energy strikes you okay it's not striking you because of their color it's striking you because of how it feels so where do you think you want to begin in your intuition there and in determining their colors or life colors or or more other than auras is the feelings you have to start with what how your intuition works first okay so feel people's auras first and that will often like happen before you even realize it okay but Tapping into yourself first is is really really key, okay? Because you want to a- avoid projection. You don't want to project, you know, your own idea based on what you know you are feeling from them. You don't want to project a meaning onto what you are seeing. So, guys. Meditate for 10 minutes. I know there are a number of you who have resistance toward this because you've been conditioned to have resistance around meditation When it is the most common thing that we all do every single day Meditation is just quieting your mind and what quieting your mind does is raise your vibration And your body will compel you to do that in one way or another Some some people will be guided to literally go to the bathroom and take a whiz and that is what they Inner guidance knows is the only thing that's going to get them to stop their thoughts because they haven't made a practice of it For some people it's okay. Go play guitar or let's go listen to music or let's go take a walk some people You know, let's go sit by a tree, you know, and and just spend some time in nature Your body will always keep guiding you to this state of meditation because it is the state of restoration revitalization, okay that is restoring you back to the energy that is in sync with the universe, that has the power to do all things. And it literally just takes, literally, it takes less than 10 minutes. It usually takes 10 minutes for people to kind of get on board with sitting down for 10 minutes, you know? It could take seconds, it does take seconds, but I tell people 10 minutes because it usually takes a bit of time for them to kind of sit down and and begin it, okay? And all you need to do is locate the white noise tune into your environment what is the let's do it right now okay try to find the white noise okay all you have to do is focus on it notice it So what we're doing here is occupying your focus because those of you who have resistance toward meditation have resistance toward it because you have so many other thoughts that are occupying your focus. And it is just too much to tell somebody, stop your thoughts, stop your thoughts. So what you have to do is trick your mind. Give your mind something to focus on so that it is not focusing on all of those other pinging thoughts that are just rampant and just not letting up. The way they let up is by you stopping focusing on them, stop paying attention to them, and they will be like, they will disappear because they will realize no one is paying attention to it, and they will dissipate because your object of focus is what grows. So when you focus on that white noise or that consistent noise for the environment, maybe it's just your breath, maybe it's your heartbeat, maybe it's just a sound in your head. Some, you know, we all have this little, sort of like subtle white noise within our own heads that we can always tune into. And I like telling people this because you don't have to only have a stream nearby to go meditate. Some people are like, oh, well, how am I supposed to meditate? I'm at the airport. It's a, it's a disaster out here. That is why you should meditate because at – No matter where you are, you can always detect the white noise in your head. You can always detect the sound of the radiator. You can always detect the sound of a fan in the background. Something consistent like that. It doesn't even have to be consistent. Just something for your mind to focus on so that you're not focusing on all of the anxiety-driven thoughts that are just literally just being relentless in your brain. It's about distracting you, finding the loophole, okay? Okay. And the resistance comes in in meditation because of those thoughts that are pinging. You're you're okay. So when, for example, when we were stopping thoughts, okay, everything is silent, but still you feel like this like movement inside of you, right? It's like oh, like where is this? You know, all and, and when you notice the thoughts coming back in, you probably start thinking, oh dang it, I'm not doing it right. Well, guess what? That happens for every person nobody there's nobody that 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 is that occurrence is not happening the moment you start trying to quiet your mind there are still other thoughts going because there's still momentum of those thoughts and those beliefs being practiced okay that is your autopilot so that is your ego trying to protect you because it thinks that it has to be in overdrive in order to be vigilant in order to be conscious and aware of like what factors or variables in your environment are a threat to you being safe you know and that is created that concept of what is safe is created by what happened to you as a kid so it is it can be you know difficult to kind of you know begin this process sometimes or just begin thinking about trying to do it but once you do it you are doing it there's no wrong way to do meditation you just meditated for about 20 seconds there when we stop talking we can meditate for another 10 seconds okay ready let's stop thinking for 10 seconds i'm going to stop talking What you're gonna find is pressure. You'll notice pressure start rising. What that is, is you are moving through layers, vibrational layers, and you are not doing that from, you're not doing anything to do that. You are allowing those layers to fall away by not focusing on them anymore. By tuning into the ambience, you are allowing these layers to fall away, to lift away, okay? And that is what raises your vibration. That is the thing that raises your vibrational frequency into a place where you are now a match to better feeling experiences, better feeling thoughts, better feeling insights, and even better and more efficient solutions to things that you are actively going through in your life. There are many solutions to it, but there are also easier solutions. There are hard solutions, and then there are easier solutions. Do you want the hard way or do you want the easy way? The easier solutions present themselves to you when you enter your synchronicity with the universe, when you are in sync with the universe, when you are in alignment, when you are in, tapped into your truth, Okay, when you are tapped into your essence, your heart, your knowledge, Okay, your ancient knowledge that is you. So not only is clarity so much clearer and just so much easier to access when you're up there, psychically you are more tuned in. When you raise your vibration, you're closer to the vibrational frequency of source. So you're closer to the way source perceives the world when you raise your vibration. source perceives the world vibrationally, not through an ego. So naturally when you spend just a tiny bit of time, five, 10 minutes meditating, And this is better when reading Aura's too. If you have a a friend or something, practice with your friend, okay? Play this for your friend and try this out with them, okay? Enter like a space with a white background. Just sit, you know, a couple feet from one another and just tune into their forehead. Pick a spot on their face, maybe even their nose or anything. And just focus, you know, just relax your gaze, okay? And with your peripheral vision, try to spot like something around them. okay? They are, you know, granted they are in front of a white wall, you might be able to find like a tack or a sticker on the wall or something that's around them. So I want you to spot that thing with your peripheral vision. Maybe it's an outlet, maybe, it, whatever it is, you know? You can even put something on the wall. So you're focused on their nose or something on their face, their forehead, something, right? While your peripheral vision is focused on that thing that's about two or so feet away from their body. So all you want to do now is just relax. Relax your gaze, chill out, and tune in emotionally. So this process was already probably occurring before you sat down to do the reading with them. You were already tapping into their energy by conversing with them, by connecting with them. When you do a hug, a hug is energy work, you're connecting with an individual in that capacity and you are receiving feedback that is influencing the way that you speak to them, that's influencing the way you're interacting with them, that's influencing the words that are coming to mind to converse with them, all of this is happening. So the key with any sort of perception of energy is understanding how it is already occurring because this is how we navigate the world. Remember, we are energy, we are not bodies. We have bodies, we are not bodies. So we use our energy to interact regardless of whether you are aware of it or not. And empowerment is understanding and becoming conscious and aware of that process already occurring, okay? So connecting with them emotionally, feeling their energy, you are already Already, okay, and this is something that you want to do first, okay? Go on my website and, you know, just check out the, engage just the general meanings of the colors, okay? Or listen to the podcast. You know, the first episode we go over pretty much all of the general colors, okay? So once you can, one, know what each of these colors feel like and how they can be described. When you are connecting with another person your mind will reference its understanding of those colors it will use That framework that you have already sort of integrated into your thoughts and it will use that upon you know Reading that person reading their energy reading their aura. It's going to leverage that framework. Okay, and This is important for all for anyone who's looking to develop intuition who anyone who's looking to become a medium or a psychic or a channeler you know you become a better channeler by navigating more life when you experience more life experience and more people, more diverse experiences, more types of people, you have more references in your mind to be able to articulate those energies that you are receiving, that everyone would be receiving if they were in your shoes in that moment. But now you have the reference to be able to articulate it, to speak it, to share it. That is not only in a very 3D physical oriented way. So chances are before you even sat down, you'll already be feeling okay, I can already feel like this is what it would go like, it would be like you'd like you you'd be like, okay, I want to go sit down with you Let's let's try to read each other's auras and just upon stating that your intuition and your guides your guidance is already going to be Telling you okay, this is what this person's color is they feel like this, okay? So you want to clock that when that happens clock it notice it feel it, okay? So you're already receiving feedback. Okay, this person this they already feel like a blue I feel like I'm gonna sit down and I feel like they're gonna be a blue Okay, use your imagination imagination. There is a direct correlation between your imagination and and clairvoyance it starts there okay so what would you even imagine this person's aura to be if you didn't know it and if you didn't see it okay what would you imagine it to be this is why it also helps to have an understanding of the colors first okay so just upon you know deciding to sit and read each other's auras you're going to be already feeling like okay I already kind of know what this is and then when you sit down you're just you're going to see the color start emerging like a cloud around them you're just going to start seeing it illuminate more especially with their awareness that you are reading them now they're going to probably subconsciously enter a more aligned state of being where the colors the life colors are easier because life colors are easier when people are more calm and more focused okay Their life colors will illuminate there are more energies and colors to a person's field than their life colors But just talking about life colors. That is what you will feel in terms of vibes You know when when you're in a crowd of strangers when you can tell okay, I know I'd probably get along with that person. I would not get along with that person I get along with this person. I would not get along with that person what that is is you interpreting and feeling and receiving feedback about their energy okay and what's going to happen now that you guys understand auras is you'll be able to categorize that into colors or perhaps the textures we talked a lot about the textures as well this person feels off it feels like they probably have a lot of tentacles this person they look really lost i can detect a void around their heart or something you know so this is how it's going to go remember it doesn't even need to be in such a formalized setting sitting across from one another but You know, I think it's important that we at least discuss, uh, you know, what the how to see auras looks like, and you know, if you're if if you are trying to achieve that, there are formalized ways that you can do that if that is your style. But I think it's important that we at least brush the surface on talking about that a little bit because we've opened up the dialogue about auras so much already. Okay, so that's like the basis. Okay, and. Meditating again, remember beforehand, 10 minutes helps so much. You will, I, I, I would venture to say, none of you would even ask how to see auras if you tried meditating first, or you would never have a grievance about, uh, you know, I'm trying so hard, I still can't see the auras. You wouldn't be saying that if you just spent the time just doing a little brief meditation. And remember, there are so many benefits to meditation beyond seeing auras focus, mental clarity, um, receiving, receiving, you know, all, you know, that's what meditation accelerates what you have got going in your life, um, the good things that you have going in your life. So if you're working on a project and you're feeling stumped, meditate, because what that's doing is it's accelerating the energy flow. And when you're accelerating the energy flow, you're putting your life in motion in a rapid motion, you're making things go faster. And that can cause anxiety if you're not ready for it to come in that fast. But you can choose, you know, how fast you want something to come in and how or or if you want it to slow down a little based on how focused you are, right? Meditating allows us to kind of navigate how fast we want this energy to come in. AKA how fast we want our goals or dreams and aspirations to come in. Because we're smoothing it out. We're smoothing out the manifestation. We're also smoothing out the, the rough edges so that it is just a smoother flow of that energy through your being that will guide your intuition, your thoughts, your actions, everything. And really quickly, I would love to, you know, shift gears a little bit and talk about something that I think is fun. I think all of these subjects are fun. (laughs) But um, something that I thought was really fascinating to me uh, was seeing this show. This show, oh gosh, I don't remember the name of the show. Let's see if I can look it up really quickly. But it's a new show on uh, Peacock with Demi Lovato. Uh, Here we go. So it's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. So the premise is basically Demi Lovato. Well, first of all, just talking about Demi Lovato briefly. So obviously I don't know her personally, but I know a little bit about her story and her trajectory. And I, you know, we're similar, we're like the same age. So I just remember kind of growing up with her in a sense and seeing this girl, you know, this very talented girl. She's such a talented, gifted singer and musician. She's also an actress. And just seeing how hard she was working at such a young age, you know, I wasn't necessarily thinking about this when I was younger, but now seeing her as an adult and her speaking out so much about her abuse, her abuses and her injustices and the things that she has undergone in her life and her traumas. She is somebody who has gone through trauma and she's somebody that speaks up about her trauma and I have so much respect for her about sharing her story, it is so difficult for anyone to come out about these stories particularly in a public setting and for someone as public as she is you know so she you know she started this show on peacock and the premise is basically asking the bigger questions about extraterrestrials and they're essentially going on these different trips and road trips in seek of these answers or definitive answers uh, to discover the nature or discover or find uh, evidence of these extraterrestrials, but also understand the deeper consciousness. Now, there are so many different shows like this out there, but what really struck me when, because I did watch it, I think it's only four episodes, you guys could binge it so quickly. What I was so taken by was how much of an emphasis Demi was putting on meditation so here she's going to all of these sites like area 51 like sites like this all over you know the country all over the U.S. you know just finding these different locations these different experts talking about extraterrestrials all these people oftentimes who are a bit getting lost in the sort of thrill of the these aliens coming on the planet or something, or all of these sightings. So, and you know, throughout the show, you know, they will be doing different experiments and and trying to catch, you know, UFOs on site. And they even did, by the way, this is something that I used to do when I was living in California for a bit. We had a spot where there would always be extraterrestrial activity. So we'd often go by the bluffs and just watch the extraterrestrials, we would just watch for them and they would always show up, almost every single time. And you'll see how they show up kind of in the show as well. They kind of look like little stars in the sky, but they have like irregular patterns in how they move. And it's not consistent, so you know it's not a satellite and you know it's not a star, because stars don't do that. Okay, and you guys can do this too on a clear night sky. Just go out there and believe you will see them, and ask to see them, and you will. But connect with benevolence. Say, I connect with benevolence. I connect with love. I connect with light. You will literally see it on the show, and I just thought it was so interesting to bring it up. And what makes me want to talk about it more is, and what makes me just love Demi so much more is how much she did emphasize meditation before every one of these uh, experiments with people, individuals, you know, who are using all of these, all of this equipment and all of this technology, trying to perceive the. 5d from the 3d that's why they're not a vibrational match to seeing these things by the way If you want to be a match of what you are what is in 5d consciousness you have to raise your consciousness you have to raise your vibration raise your frequency and Demi Demi had this Understanding to some degree that there is a connection toward every time that she would meditate and every time that you would receive contact she would Establish contact every single time that she would meditate and she would talk to them and she talked about these astral travel experiences, or perhaps an even, even an um, abduction experience. Maybe there are some of you who have even uh, seen this show already and you know what I'm talking about. So to talk about this, I'm not talking about this to, <laughs> for you guys all to go watch the show and learn something new. You probably won't learn anything. Well, maybe you will. There's always something new to learn from everything, right? But these are not new topics maybe for <laughs> my group of viewers. But it is fascinating to see someone in her position speaking so openly about these things, okay, and about her experiences with it. And I just love seeing Demi like take it to these knowledgeable, like literal, like professors and also scientists, and they're talking about these decades of research. And they're like, you know, there are some people who have seen extraterrestrials. I haven't necessarily. I have not, but you know, I have all of this research, and I do believe it exists, and Demi's like, you should try meditating, (laughs) and I just was, I just just thought it was so funny, because that, and they were stumped, they were like, you know, I have heard, you know, there are studies about this, and he, of course, he's going into the studies now about meditation as well, and it is just so endearing, It's, it's so funny, you know, that we go through all of these drastic efforts to re- establish contact when you literally just have to close your eyes and, st- and just listen and wait, and you are establishing contact. Um, you don't need to go to the Pentagon and, you know, find disclosure documents. You can close your eyes and feel, and it's here. It's closer than your breath. So unidentified with Demi Lovato, yeah, I recommend it. It was it's a fun little watch. It was an interesting moment too, um, seeing her in a. They were they were on a property and they were looking for. Um, they were just looking for evidence, and sightings and things like that. And they had all these like equipments, like those uh, detectors, you know, and. The equipment was going off in one room and she was just like, you know what? I think I want to talk to the spirit because the equipment was like responding very very accurately to her speaking to this Spirit so they all just left and she just started talking to this Spirit and she started asking them like did you go through trauma and what's happening is she's communicating telepathically with this spirit But she's not aware that it's telepathy people just think like oh lucky guess or I just kind of feel this and I'm just gonna Go with this. That's what telepathy feels like Okay So she's talking with this spirit. She says, are you going through trauma? It blinks twice. Twice is a yes, one is no. And she talks, she says, you know, I've gone through trauma as well. And then she goes on to, you know, I feel called to sing you a song. Do you mind if I sing you a song? So she sings him a song and, you know, it blinks twice for yes, please sing me the song. And she sings the song. And then immediately after the, it's, I I think I remember the lights kind of just, like from this device, I think it was like an EMF meter or something, just going off like a light show right after she finished singing and it was so beautiful because I could see the spirit, I could feel and you can detect the spirit was there. You, you could feel it, it was palpable and the energy was present there and she was clearly connecting with it. And you can feel how the energy was transmuted after she sang. She sang and she heals, she released this energy, this thought form, okay? And she sort of, if the thought form was in a knot, she undid the knot, and it was free, and it was beautiful, and it was healing for not only the spirit, but for herself as well. And I just love seeing more content like this on television. This is on Peacock, so you can find it on online, peacock.com. It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. I highly suggest it. Um, it's such a beautiful, it's not even... It's just, uh, it's just beautiful to see things shifting in our world, and topics of conversation that were so absurd, are just now like really being understood, or beginning to be embraced more. You know, and well, we will be seeing a lot more of that as well in the future. Something that I do want to talk to you guys about, maybe we'll do this about, like, we'll do like segments in the future of different podcasts because, uh, those of you who are really fascinated about auras and things like that, I was watching these different shows, like, on Netflix and I was thinking, like, oh my God, like, what would be so fun would be like if we were all got on the same, like, train and, and we're watching the same show together. I was watching this show called, um, uh cheer on netflix and don't tell me how i was just guided to watch it i was just like you know i feel guided you know i'm just gonna trust this impulse as source does right and so i was watching it and i thought oh my god this is so amazing because cheer is about like these kids they're not kids they're like they're young they're probably like 18 19 20 21 maybe and they're in college and there are like a collegiate athletes, they're a ch- collegiate cheerleaders, and it's really, really, really intense, but I just loved seeing their auras, because these kids are so passionate, and it is easier to see kids' auras than adults' auras, usually, because adults have more baggage, and just, they're just more bogged down, and that is seen in the aura. So what is interesting in that show is seeing the contrast of these kids and their bright auras, and or not just bright, just how clear they are and how easy it is to see their auras in contrast to the adults, like the coach or the people organizing them. Like It's so interesting and it's probably so obvious people who live, or excuse me, people who work in, in um, schools, for example, and they're seeing kids and their energies because they are, kids have so much energy, they have so much life force energy moving through them, so much vital energy. And it's not just because they are young, it's because they are focused because they are focusing that divine energy so palpably, you know, in what they do. Defocusing is what makes people look old. Defocusing, you know, not being so focused in what they are doing at that moment. There's so many other things to think about. Um, and you can have multiple things that you love and be viciously focused on all of those things to, because what you are focused on is your passion and your drive and your love, you know, and the kids have this especially in this because it's like so, I think it's probably like the best collegiate Cheerleading team maybe in the country. That's what that's certainly how they give it off, you know um, But yeah, uh I th- I was watching it. I just kept thinking, you know, if I got everyone on this, sh- you know, in the group to watch this too, you guys would probably be able to see the auras too and see how so much how much easier it is too, and it would be fun to like watch what the Crystal Girls journey through because it's a reality show. I forgot to mention that, so. You know, it's, it'd be interesting to watch the Crystal Girl's journey and then there's this one Indigo Girl's journey And then there's this Violet Girl's journey and then there's the the green and red guy's journey, you know, and it is so Almost literal like seeing like what these aura colors in this setting How what their journey would look like like it, it was just so fascinating to see that So if that or things like that it'd be something that you guys be interested in definitely, you know Let me know if you have questions on the group Um, continue asking them, um, and uh, any sort of prompting for future episodes, suggestions, anything at all, always open. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take care. Bye guys.